Who starts at 10, honestly? Uh, welcome to Margs with the Boys, your source for all gaming and pop culture information. Here is Scootish <laughs> no! with her intro. Oh, no! <laughs> Why'd you stop? <laughs> we got a great show for why, you why tonight. Why did you stop? <laughs> oh, it's it's like that <laughs> it's like Mr. Show sketch. Okay, here we go. I just make him cry with my words. But we got a great show for you tonight. It's episode 14. We're talking game review. We got our boys here. Jiggy 11, TB for good, Scootish. Scootish, who looks especially like a toddler when he holds this giant beer. And myself, Duggernaut. Very exciting stuff. Producer Techno in the chat. And clean. <laughs> what happened? No, that oh, that's ruined. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Did, were you like, what? Were, 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 was Doug's, was Doug's voice burning your ears? What happened? No, I, I have, I have a phobia of intros, but I thought I handled oh. it really well. I thought I kept it in. Really no, well. you know, I, I respect it. I, I really do. I, I think you did a great job there. Scooby. I turned you up you for know. it. Thank actually, yeah. it's important. I did a really good job, I think. Yeah. No, uh, I, I think I think your Thank mom you. will be proud, you know? I think your mom will be proud. Yeah. My mom has to come up to bring me new furniture. <laughs> Does she really? Boys. My apartment flooded. I just said this on the live stream over at twitch.tv slash Jiggy Eleven come every other Tuesday at eight thirty PM to check it check out the show live. Why don't ya? Uh but that was just for the audio listeners, but this is also for the audio listeners. My apartment flooded thanks to Hurricane Ida, and completely flooded. I got all the electronics out, mostly. I think the, I think my computer's a little screwed up. I think it's a little water damaged, but I think we're fine. Uh, but everything Kinda else... Like you. A little yeah, damaged, exactly. but fine. Yeah. Are you, are you, like, in a basement? Is that where you're... I'm, I'm in a basement, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's a bunker. I, bunker I got boy. all of my... I got all the electronics out and upstairs. Excellent. But I left all the furniture downstairs. And everything's ruined. What was like, everything? Everything's like your desk? The bunk bed? Uh, I mean, the desk is mostly okay. It's like metal. It's whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I, the TV stand that you can... You you viewers can't see, but I have a wooden t TV stand that's going to be ruined. Yeah. I have a big old closet. I have two big wo uh, wooden closets behind me. Those are done probably. Like you can actually see the wood, like kind of like curling, uh, and I've I've I have my bed, and my bed is like you know done. Did you just I'm get a, the I'm, bed too? I just got. The bed. <laughs> is it the frame that's ruined or like the mattress? Uh, the frame. The frame. Okay. Oh, I'm 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 just a floor guy again. Floor guy. Again. <laughs> it's just crazy because you just bought that bed frame like recently. No, I know, dude. I know, dude. I'm so like... upset about it. Does like renter's insurance cover flood damage? Uh, they do, but also uh, FEMA is declaring this a natural disaster, so I might be getting some government money. Oh, the FEMA money! Let's go. I know, dude. I'm gonna be just be like, yo, I can't believe it. My PC got so water damaged; it actually <laughs> turned my 3090 into a 2070. <laughs> it, it's crazy it's how these things dark. happen. But it's if you just give me three thousand dollars, I can buy a new one. Uh, let's let's fix fix what you fix the mistake that you did. Yeah, Pima, <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> you caused this. I won't lie. I was so I rented a car because I was actually leaving for my one of my friend's weddings on Thursday. Uh, I was terrified that my rental car because I parked it a street away from the the that big. I'm sure you guys saw it on Twitter.com, but uh, there was a street. Knickerbocker Avenue was completely flooded. Is that the I one where they it. were they were floating down it in the in the tubes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, I I parked it a street away, and I was like, "Oh my god, my rental car! I didn't buy insurance. I'm fucked." <laughs> but we were fine. It was totally okay. I was so scared, though. I was crying. I was like, "Everything's ruined." God, rental. And also, broke. my tux was in was in the was in the car as well. So I was like, "My my roommate's wedding is ruined because now I have to show up wearing a shirt that says Stand Back.' I'm a feet sniffer." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's about that's about right. 
yeah it was it's kind of crazy that the the water stuff i mean like i i got lucky and i mean only my downstairs flood flooded but like the actual studio that i'm in right now is okay you know but uh it was Did just crazy downstairs flooded yeah the entire ceiling fell out what yeah just fell. oh this right right it just okay. fell like i'm completely destroyed they're fixing it tomorrow but like i'm surprised your room didn't flood though yeah, so what happened was with the with the the door behind me, the water got so high that it was starting to flow in. So uh, I I kind of went out and did a little bailing, you know, kind of just like sure. bailed Bail. off the roof of New York yeah. City. Um, sure. And then I uh, what I did was I I built a long, really tall towel uh, barrier that kind of kept the water in as it drained okay. into my downstairs because that was the one thing is like oh. I could clog the drain so downstairs doesn't doesn't uh flood, but downstairs is already flooded, so I might as well just let it keep flooding and try my best to keep it dry up here. It was it was an, it was a mess, but you know not as much of a mess as your thing, Scoot, but like pretty crazy. Oh, dude, I was so upset. Yeah, he it, was playing some IRL Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it was. It, <laughs> I was bailing. Was Jack Sparrow there? It was so hard because, like, when I got back from the wedding, like, hungover, just destroyed as a human being, when I got back, I had to, like, essentially remove back into my apartment. Uh, I had to bring everything that I moved out of my room back. I had to reset everything up, replug things in. It was the most insane, like, day of my life. I hated it. I hated that day. Crazy It was a bad stuff. day. It was, it was insane. It was, it was one of those things. It's actually funny because both TB and Doug are in the middle of America. You know, uh, that's uh, both uh, actually uh, in the middle of America on opposite sides of the middle. Um, both Doug and TB, if I'm correct. Actually. How does that make sentence make any sense? Opposite I'm in, sides like, of the, the middle. middle of the middle. Well, yeah, are we're not on a coast. And well, he's Doug, you're at the bottom of the middle. And I yeah. guess TB is the middle middle. A little bit higher in the middle. You're north middle. Are you not? Oh my god. No, okay. <laughs> You're kind of north middle. Are you it, not? It's, it's like, yeah. Minnesota's a really tall state, though. Yeah. But basically, it's one of those things where it's like people on uh, in, in the in the northeast, uh, or actually just the east in general, were being flooded. Like everyone from Florida all the way up to Maine was just complete flood and then everybody on the west coast was just burning on fire everything was Dude, on fire this storm was literally the first time i was ever afraid of like a storm in my life yeah it was which nuts. is might might be very privileged to say uh but oh my god that was terrible and yeah. I'm moving to a fucking apartment we were that's, we were the, the first storm five feet off the ground the uh the first storm i was actually with scoot we were we were out uh we got mexican food um this was uh onry yeah the tropical storm not the hurricane yeah Uh, yeah no it was a hurricane oh it was yeah yeah it was and we we were watching it and it was just the entire street was just ankle deep water and then just the wind was crazy and i ended up coming home to a nightmare um but like I think, dude, I wish Henry was like what I had. Yeah, like Henry was like a walk in the park compared to Ida. Yeah, I don't know who Ida is, but Ida's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hunt them down and beat them. Ida, I'm looking for you. I will get you. <laughs> like on that note. Why don't we talk about our topic for this week, which is video game reviews and why they do and don't matter. That was a, a very abrupt cut. You know, <laughs> I'm done cut. talking about things. Let's move we, on. we do need to get onto our topic. Yeah, we have to so. we have to talk about it. Um, so one one big thing one big thing that that happens in the video game world, and as as you all know, as as I was to talk about the wedding. Oh, you want to talk about the wedding? No, I don't want to anymore. Did you they want... get married? We moved on. Yeah, they got married. It was Congrats. really cute. It was adorable. I cried. Yeah. I'm happy for that. You, you have a good I'm time? An, I'm an ordained minister. Wait, really? Care. 
What? Yeah. You married them? You married no, them? No, I didn't marry I didn't marry them. I got ordained just in case. You got how did that happen? Both of them? What do you mean how did that happen? I went to got getordained.org and I got ordained. What church oh. are you ordained through? The Church of Life. Oh, interesting. Which some would argue is the church because it's literally of life. Stupid. Dang, yeah, I can I could be ordained by the end of the Wait, show. Can I get ordained? <laughs> you could get ordained right now. BRB getting ordained right now. <laughs> get ordained New segment. right now. New we'll segment. marry each other by Mar- the end of the podcast. <laughs> I Mars and the boys, ordained. everybody. You can hire us to marry you. Dude, I wanna I wanna team marry everyone. If if we can team marry someone, that'd be sick. Yep. I will literally they kill someone if they can't. the boys out, and we all <laughs> do perform the ceremony. Yeah, <laughs> guys, I will. We'll pay. We'll pay for the wedding if you have us. <laughs> if you have us marry you, we won't. That's. <laughs> I I I will pay for the wedding. I will probably. But 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 we're allowed to say whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> Obviously, sure you have no. You you out sa- there that would absolutely take you up on that. You sacrifice all are- creative liberties with your wedding to us, yes. but we will yes. pay for it. <laughs> all creative. That means robot wedding. Here we come. That it. That means like full on anything. No creative but, liberties. So at, at at the wedding, um, it it was a very nice like you know it was very basic like white person gets married in the barn wedding, uh. Classy. Yeah, it was it was super classy. But there was like they were getting married in a gazebo and there was like a giant lake behind them. So I I don't I don't know why this popped in my head, but like one of the wedding like uh managers or the person who like ran the venue, like I I just looked at my friend who, you know, obviously is the groom. I I was a groomsman, so I was like in the part party and everything. I just looked at him and I went, Sean, hear hear me out. What if we change the change the theme of the wedding? And we go Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege <laughs> wedding, and all the groomsmen swim up to the reception <laughs> in wetsuits holding AR-15s. <laughs> and the fucking owner of the of, of the place was like, I've never heard that. That's fucking hilarious. And now I want you to do it. <laughs> John, what do you say? That's awesome. He was not, he was not happy. <laughs> no, no. Wait, wait, wait. What? Too late to switch to this too late plan. To switch, too late to switch. <laughs> ah. But you still got you got owner approval, and that's what matters. You got you got, I got owner, owner approval. approval, dude. The owner loved us. We were, we were the best groomsmen. Apparently, like everyone who like worked with us said, I've never been a part part of this where the groomsmen are like so tight with each other. And largely, I like never met the dudes that I was groomsmanning with. But I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about our 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 theme, our our topic. You our, said our topic. no wedding stuff. What's our topic? Weddings. Oh yeah. He, if if if, if I had to if I had to rate the wedding, I would rate it a six out of ten. Wait, oh, why is it only that bad? That's that's a good that's a good that's a good that's a segue right there. That's a good segue. And six, I six out of ten. Wow. You know, in in the gaming review world, a 6 out of 10, for some reason, uh, translates to a 0 out of 10. Not worth your TV, time. let's fucking go! Yeah, TV's I mean, on it, dude. It, it's, it's one of those things where we're looking at reviews from companies like IGN, Metacritic, or anything like that. It always seems like there's... Well, there, hold on, I don't think right. Metac- we, we can't count Metacritic as a review site. Because they do yeah. what Rotten Tomatoes does. They take other reviewers together and ju- that's just an average score it's a system of averages yeah yeah true but the, the, there yeah. are multiple yeah, multiple different reviewing uh, video game review companies uh, that are out there that even like uh right, I, I just want to be clear metacritic sure. is not one of those they don't write reviews yeah yeah they're an aggregator they compile yeah, yeah. they're but, more like a they're more like a fancy uh <laughs> excel spreadsheet True. <laughs> yeah, I get. That's I get, what they do. They don't like. They don't score shit, and everyone goes to them to find out like what's good and what's bad. It's so funny. I mean, See, yeah. I mean, that's... they have like user reviews. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have user reviews, but I don't count it those. Comp- uh, oh yeah, because people are like review bombing things that they don't like for whatever reason. True. Like, yes. Oh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions took out the. 
the cleavage we have to review moment now or whatever and that's a whole different like thing (laughs) you know but uh i mean like looking at you know ign game explained any any anybody even like individual youtubers now individual content creators it's hard to look at uh reviews because of the fact that eight you know a lot of them are provided the games are provided to them with the stipulation that they give it an okay review so you know one of the main things is that nowadays there is no such thing as a zero out of 10 there is always a 10 out of 10 or really really close or it's like a six or seven out of 10 which really means that the game is not worth it don't play it yeah i I was actually gonna say you know um, in the reviewer's eyes i i I was gonna say you know that's i i'm more trusting towards youtubers now than like any reviewer because what is a reviewer but just someone using the platform name yeah like they're the same thing you know like i don't think they're any different i actually think the company is more biased because like ign is like you know given like X amount of dollars to make sure you say a good thing about X video game. Whereas, like, I'll just say Moist Critical or Video Game Donkey or whoever you may watch. Yeah, those are just say. two. Those are just two that I watch a lot. The, they the buy the game themselves. Is like my final criteria on whether I yeah. give something oh, yeah. a chance or not. But oh, yeah. I would say, and this is, this, I'm just assuming here because I, I, I've heard Donkey definitely talk about it. Donkey talk about it a lot. Um, a lot of these games are not given to those those people. Right, know? that's why I'm that's why I don't hold them to the same level yes. as like like if if Donkey gives a game like a 2 out of 5 cuz he rates out of 5. Yeah. You know that's dog shit. Yep. Uh like he played through all of Balan's Wonderworld just for a meme and I think that actually got a 4, a 40 out of uh a hundred for IGN. Yeah, IGN rates out of a hundred now too. Oh yeah, but sixty. You know, it, it's all divisible by ten. You know. Yeah. Uh, so it's like absolute dog. <laughs> but I, it's it's just crazy to me that we get games like Balan Wonderworld, and they go full out, and we get a game that is just as bad. A game like. I'll say the new remake of Sonic Colors or uh, Cyberpunk. And all of a sudden, IGN's like, wow, this game kind of goaded, you guys. Kind of goaded. But I'm like, I literally cannot play Cyberpunk. It doesn't run. It still doesn't run. And it's like a 9 out of 10 from IGN. Like, what the fuck? At least I can play Balance Wonderworld. Is it good? No. But I can play it. Yeah, I mean, that's what should get, you know, the zeros and the ones. It's like, literally, this game doesn't work. But, like, otherwise, like, I don't know, just comparing games and and numbers and all that stuff, like, just think about school. Like, wasn't average a C? Like, wasn't a C score meant to be, like, the average, even though that's a 75? Yeah, I feel like that has worked, that, like, that mentality has worked its way into the review. What? So it it like completely art makes anything below 60 arbitrary. Here's well, yeah, my question like, for you guys. Basically below 60 is a fail and you shouldn't buy it. So yeah. they're functionally not different from one another but based a, on whether you'll a, be a tank. A review it. system uh ori- like originally was supposed to be like uh, a 5 is the average right in the middle. Mhm. But that's that's not how it works anymore. I don't think what it do was you, ever how it worked, honestly. What do you guys think is that average? Average I think is probably for video games. Yeah. Like in terms of a video game that's like average in, a, in terms of like a video game being like reviewed. Like if, like like the very first video game from G11 Industries just came out. What number is Jiggy Eleven hoping for 
It's it's not the best game in the world, but it's not the worst game in the world. I'm open for a seven. Is... I'm open for a seven or seven point five. Seven? Yeah, because that seven, means that 7. it's point five. Yeah, because I think it... Fallout New Vegas got into some hot water for this because Obsidian was promised like bonuses or something if it if it scored like I think an eighty or an eighty two on Metacritic really? and then it didn't. Um, so I think that's what people generally push for. Yeah, like, I, I think eighty on Metacritic people consider to be like that's well worth playing. That's what I think. I think like eight, like video games. I think they they want to be eighty. Like, but it, it, it's my it's my first one, like my first game, right? Oh my god, yes, yeah. So in my mind, if it's <laughs> my first game, point out for this, <laughs> you know, if it's my first video game, I'm just <laughs> hoping for a seventy. You you, know? you gave him some ownership over this, and now he's yeah. defending okay, okay, it. Okay, okay, it's Jiggy Eleven's second video. Game. Oh no, then I want a nine, bro. I want a nine. If I'm not getting a nine, what am I doing? That's why I'm gonna pay IGN to give me a nine. Oh my. God. That's that's I'm gonna pay them and give them free copies. You're I'm gonna go. I'm gonna developer. I'm gonna I'm gonna DM my boy Scootish and be like, bruh, play oh my, my game. God. I'll pay you eighty dollars. You give me a good review, and then um, that's that. That's yeah, I'm worth eighty dollars. Well, I don't know, man. We have to look at concurrent viewers. We gotta look at what like we gotta look at like <laughs> well, how much like... time you give me, bro. If you only give me an hour of your broadcast, bro, that's not worth my eighty dollars. I would give. I would give. I would give you my full broadcast. Oh, my full broadcast? All right, yeah, it's definitely worth oh. $80. That's worth $80 to you. No, no, it's worth more. You bitch. Yeah, I mean, I, it, look at... It depends on how much you, you value your one hour of broadcast, because that's like a whole different world that we can get into, which is that sponsored uh, video game content on broadcast oh and God. what people consider to be worth an hour of their show, you know? But... Yeah, it, it, that's what the scootish what you're saying is that, you know, of course my second video game, bro I want a nine because I know that people will play the game if they see good reviews Well, that's right. the thing is you want people to buy your game. Yeah, so right But uh, I'm saying like Metac Metacritic. I think like what's a game where you're like I I'm, I'm saying for you What's a game? Maybe I phrased the question wrong Probably what number is the number that's like okay? This is like an average video game. Probably seventy five. For me, it's not seventy five. I think it's I think it's an eighty. That's I. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, it's I think 80. it's. But yeah. but here's the thing though, Scoot, and this is where this is the problem with the whole like situation here. So a game just came out. It's called Sonic Colors Ultimate. Did you buy it, buy it, Scootish? Uh, no, I was going to, and then Dupe was like, "Don't," and I was like, "Oh, but it'd be funny to make a video on it." Dupe was like, no, I don't want to do that. And I was like, okay, Dupe. Yeah. So, like, I, I've heard that so Sonic Colors, the original game on, like, I think the Wii. I don't even know when it, when it came out on. Uh, was really, really good. And they just, they've been pumping this up. Sega's been pumping this up for months and months yeah. and months. And it came out, and apparently it is an absolute nightmare on all platforms when it comes to it running. There's apparently 37 minutes of credits that after 10 minutes of the credits, the music cuts out, and you just stand there. Which I think is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, there, there is so many problems that I've seen with, with a 3D platformer game um, that, you know, Dupe has shown me and other people have shown me that it's, it's crazy. That got a seven, seven, uh, 74 on Metacritic with half of these publications saying that it's 100% best video game ever made. Guess what IGN gave it? What? An eight. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm just like, where, wh why? Like, wh what is the line? Are you judging it based on, and, and this is the thing is, I don't think these publications, these IGN, GameSpot, uh, even K Kotaku, which I think is actually very creditable. Kotaku Really? Yes, because Kotaku. You like, the, you like Kotaku? They have a different scale, don't they? Kotaku. It's just a yes, no, right? I feel like Kotaku has has a different level of we will we will not BS you. We're just going to tell you if the game sucks or it's not. Like that's I, yeah. I think yeah. they just use a binary scale. It's yeah. like you should or you should not yeah. play this. You you yeah. play the game or it sucks. And that's why I kind of don't hate Kotaku, but I understand. But it, it's one of those things where I I'm looking at it. See, I I think that kind of scale is great, and that's why I think like the the stars, the five stars is also a good system for this because if you do five stars a two out of five is still redeemable you know whereas for like 
a five out of ten, people aren't gonna touch that. And no. If you if you correlate that five out of ten, it's technically higher. If you were to do a direct comparison. Yeah, you just need to, I think, define your scale really well, where it's like, you know, yeah. five stars is, you know, must buy. Everyone should play this. Four stars is like, you know, if you like this type of thing, you're going to love this. Three stars is like, this is pretty good. Like, you should pick it up maybe. Again, if you like this type of thing, two stars is like, it's not perfect. It's but if, you, if you're into it, you'll like it. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. And then, like, one star is like, hey, this is broken. Maybe wait for a patch or something. Well, and that's that's another thing. Like, this is all kind of an artifact of, like, when things were published in physical magazines. Because, like, yeah. uh, you know, a game would release. You would review it. You would put it out in the magazine. And then, you know, you would get another batch of games for the next month. And you would, you know, do that and take your time with it or whatever it took. Um, but now, both with, you know, things can change, things can patch. I think Polygon had a big thing where they were like, we update our reviews based on, you know, when things get patched or changed. I think uh, No Man's Sky like definitely, like, went through a lot of different changes and stuff. Yeah. And that's a totally different different game now. Oh, 100%. Um, it's gorgeous. And then, like, there's these embargoes and stuff where, like, you know, sometimes these reviewers have maybe a couple of days to play a super long game and also, like, write and proofread and submit to their editor like a lengthy well thought out review and that's yeah. you know that's crunch culture back in there as well and like sometimes game reviewers or game like publishers and stuff don't want you to review their games before it releases and they you know the embargo is like after it releases because they don't want yeah. you know they know they've kind of you know released a turd and they don't want anyone to to know it until they've bought it already so. that was the whole thing with game explained right game game explained had a massive um like kind of like crazy uh what's the word i'm looking for um Turn scandal around. scandal yeah. i don't you even know? call it a scandal i uh, it was it was I, an oopsie we'll call it an you oopsie know, I, for for me i don't even call it an oopsie you wouldn't call I, it an I, oopsie I think the people that got upset don't understand how, like, parts of this industry works. Like, oh, like, I, I include that for being, for, like, and when I say this industry, I mean, like, acting, I mean, reviewing, I mean, making any kind of, like, art, doing something creative. And I think doing a review is pretty creative. Uh, I, I understand that is a daunting task for anyone to get, like, a review of Final Fantasy VII Remake done and out within a weekend yeah but like oh there's that... also a lot of like hate like there was, i remember egm like got a lot of hot water for reviewing i think wind waker with a 9.5 and like the reviewer got like yeah he was like he was like i've played the game and you haven't like why are you flaming me right now I, I, you know it's because people like find attachment to the characters and whatnot they love them i get it it's i i get that but like there is always going to be like crunch when it comes to art, no matter what. Anything creative, mm -hmm. it's it's just kind of the culture. I think in like game development, that needs to be fixed. In 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 reviewing of games, I don't really think there's a fix. Uh, I think like some nights you're just gonna be up like gaming, and that sucks. And yeah, it's already it, hard, I think, to give them a, an early copy of it that's yeah. in the finished state already. Like, they're already day one patching stuff yeah. as it is. Like, it, it, it's, it's tough, it's annoying, but, like, you gotta, like, it just kind of be what it be with that stuff, in my opinion. Because, like, that's art. You can't rut, you can't, like, you can't be late with it, for one. You have to do it fast, and it's it's all about getting it out and getting it done and getting it ready. And yeah, I I'm sure that affects some reviews, and it should. Uh, well, I don't know. The it's, cyberpunk review, I think, is is a prime the, example of like the, the what the cyberpunk review. I think that we talked about before actually going live here, but like. Mm. There was some Czech magazine that, that gave a very glowing cyberpunk review, even though the game basically didn't work at launch. Um, yeah. And, yeah. like, I think that was just written, you know, maybe weeks or months in advance um, and just ready to go because you want to be the breaking news. Like, again, like, it being different now from magazines, like, 
you want to be first. You want those clicks. And maybe that's why things look inflated as well, because you're not going to review something that you know is probably only going to be a five. You want to review the big AAA stuff. You want, you know, yeah. the big the big heavy hitters. You want oh, people I'm, to click on your articles. Nobody wants I'm to read sorry. about it. I got like, I got a counterpoint that. Hit me. I disagree. I love watching and reading reviews of like this game is like ass. <laughs> I, like, well, exactly. I'm saying so five out of enjoyable. ten. Like the middle I, range stuff, nobody wants mm -hmm. to care about. But like Battle and Wonderworld or like you know oh, whatever CDI dude. stuff, people love reading like terrible reviews of that type of thing because I love honestly that. middle of the range stuff too. I gotta be honest. Like, but no, I I really do. But it's not mm -hmm. coming from like big brands like IGN. I I like I I was to, much to Jiggy's point. YouTube, YouTube yeah. reviewers. They make it so much fun and so entertaining. Like, uh, moist, moist critical. Going back to him, I just watch him a lot. Uh, Bio Mutant came out, mm -hmm. a pretty middle of the road game. Not bad, not great, but middle of the road. And that's what he said. It was like, and just like watching him kind of like react. He's like, this wasn't good. This wasn't bad. It was just like, Watching someone be a human mm -hmm. and try to, like, find words that explain why it's, like, a medium bowl of porridge, not, a like, a good, a nice and just right pot of porridge, but, like, it's, like, kind of just, like, their porridge is so interesting to me. It's so much fun. Uh, like, I love watching, like, video game donkey freak out and be like, well, this is, like, the worst kind of thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Uh, I I love watching. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of someone else who reviews games. That's a happy person. Uh, the happy person. A happy person that reviews games. I don't know many. <laughs> What's that? What's the one well, guy with the, the, the the scary guy? I call him the scary guy with the cane. He has like oh the... Arlo Arlo. No, I like no. watching Arlo. What he Arlo's not the scary guy with the cane. No, I'm, the... I'm no, I'm 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 more referring to. I have no idea what the fuck you're going down. I think that sounds awful and horrifying. No, he's, he's he's this British guy with glasses. He wears steampunk hat. And... I have no idea. Oh. Total biscuit. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I was going to say he's no longer with us. Yeah. So no, it's I, not total biscuit. I I I like no. I I really like um. When someone, like, can just gush and gush and gush about a game over and over and over. And I love watching someone tear apart a game limb from limb. And I love watching a guy try to explain why, like, middle something is middle of the road. But I don't think companies like IGN or Kotaku or Game Informer can do that. And I don't know This is why. a great point where, like, I you're talking about... I think there's a human about, aspect that's taken away. You're talking about individuals that you trust. Like people's who people whose opinions that you yeah. think matter, versus yeah, yeah. you know looking at Metacritic versus looking at this other thing. Like it's just either an aggregate score, it's like a magazine or whatever of you know some editor that wrote something. You don't care about that, but you care. You know people who, um, like you follow people who you already know if you know they like the same stuff that you do. You know, you've taken the recommendations before and and liked it and stuff like that. So I think coming back to, like liking an individuals sense of taste and sense of expressing themselves has really yeah. informed your decision making you know i'm yeah. sorry that i'm that i'm talking a lot this episode but oh, i think good. you're absolutely right i think there's also a weird kind of like in some in some people's writings i don't want to say all people's writings i know actually uh one of my friends alex van aiken uh works for game informer i believe uh and his stuff is awesome and i love watching it i love reading it but maybe it's because I have that personal connect connection with him, as you were just saying. But I, I think there's, like, a weird uh, kind of, like, superiority complex with some people that write for these companies. They're, like, we're journalists. And they try to, like, turn video games into, like, journalism pieces. Like, I remember when I was a kid, um, you know, uh, I, re I remember I was looking up a review online... And uh, this was right around uh, when, like, 9-11 uh, happened. And it was, like, a video game review for, like, Pokemon or something. Uh, and the guy wrote, like, I just can't stop thinking about 9-11. And I was like, 
bro, what? <laughs> I want to catch Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah. And he and he like reviewed it poorly because of 9/11. And I understand like circumstances like in the real world can affect like the score of things. But why are we bringing up well, it, that definitely takes away from I think some objectivity of the review. So <laughs> Yeah. It's like it's so weird, but I I see it all the time still. Like I like I remember um I was I was uh reading a review for like some shooter and it was right around the time of like uh Sandy Hook mm-hmm. and obviously you know that affected that their review of it mm-hmm. and they wrote about it and i'm like bruh weird stance to be talking about this right now in like a video game review like i'm not saying like these stories are not important to share they are just not in a video game review it not to me a video a video game journalist is like the dentist of like journalists <laughs> like yeah you're a doctor but like come on yeah it's i don't love it when they like use it as an opportunity to practice they're like they're tight five or whatever as well where they're yeah. just trying to be funny like no i'm trying to learn about the game but like it also comes down to, like some people just scroll down and look at the number and like you know don't even bother to read any of the you know oh, that's what I details do. about what led into the the number and like why you know like oh this worked great this didn't work great stuff like that they're just like oh it got you know a, a seven and a half so it's trash and i hate it like well you don't know why but it still might appeal to you bro so. i genuinely do that on every single ign review it's weird though because ever since like seven out of ten or i'm sorry uh, seven out of ten too much water which we we should get into you should definitely oh, yeah. get into seven out of ten too much water or 7.8 out of ten too much water i i don't I don't consider companies like IGN, I don't or Game Informer or even Game Explained anymore as credible. I don't believe that they are truly a looking I don't believe that they're truly judging the game based on what they think because here's there's two there's two reasons. Number 1, they have multiple multiple people working for them that all write different reviews and all have different opinions. So it's one of those things that no matter what is going to be an opinion. But when I go on IGN, that review of Sonic Colors or whatever is written by one guy, all right? It's not written by the whole masses or team at IGN. It's not looking at it. It's one guy's opinion. That's the whole 7.8 out of 10. Where if I'm going to, uh, you know, Donkey or to Moist Critical or any of these YouTube, Arlo is a great example, and I'm getting the same person's review for multiple video games. Yeah, you, you kind of learn, like, what their biases yeah. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I know for a fact, just just to, like, give some context to you, I don't mean to cut you off. No, yeah, uh, you're good. Like, I love JRPGs, but Video Game Donkey freaking hates them. Yeah. And will Every Square Enix video game that comes out, I'm like, oh, this game was great. And I, I, like, await the Donkey video. I'm like, maybe this video, maybe this game will change Donkey's opinion. And every time he's, he just demolishes it and tears <laughs> he, it he's like He's like me when it comes to any Square Enix video game. I know, because I think he genuinely doesn't like them. And he, like, reads them and tries to get into them. You don't fucking read them. No, I play the games. I play no, them. You need oh, to read the dialogue. I don't want to read video oh. games. I want to play video games or oh, watch them like freaking uh, Rockstar. Not Rockstar. Uh, the, oh the Naughty Dog. God. I either want to watch a movie that is a video game, Naughty Dog, or I want to play the game. I don't want to read oh. a bunch of nonsense about how one anime boy likes another anime girl and then they fight That's a dragon. Not- I've just happened one time. <laughs> that happens like in every game. <laughs> happened like three times. <laughs> <laughs> and that being said, though, when I play a Square Enix game, and, and I know I know Scootish gets mad about this, but I do give them what I believe, you know, what I enjoy about them. You know, for example, going into Kingdom Hearts, I'll go a little bit into it before Scootish freaks out on me. Lamau. Kingdom Hearts is like this crazy like it's not even like a it's this massive like saga of crazy interjections and nutcase stuff 
that I, you know, you watch Donkey's video on it, like 90% of it's actually true because of how nonsensical it, it, it is. But then it's one of those things where it's just like, for me, the most fun part about that, about, and the reason what kept me involved after how many of the same exact story over and over again with Mickey Mouse is the fact that I was there and invested in that, in that episodic, uh, overarching lore. Which is like the same reason why people watch shows like Rick and Morty or even uh, any kind of serialized show of an overarching plot. It's finding that little bit of lore that they kind of shove into every game. And that's actually the same reason why I didn't like Kingdom Hearts 3. Because at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, they just give you all the lore on a silver platter and it didn't make any sense. That's, that's my biggest pet peeve about that video game. Is that they, they do it so well throughout the entire series of... By giving you little hints and making you do little things. And it's actually the same reason why I like the Metroid series. Even though the Metroid series heavily relies on you reading data packs. Um, it, it, it's one of those things where, like, they they make me do a little work to determine what the story is. And how nonsensical, like, how stupid it is. And so, and so a uh, counter-argument to that. Sure. And we've gone, we've strained pretty far off the topic. Well, we'll get back but to it. Um, I'm not worried. This is interesting. Uh, you fuck. <laughs> well, an argument could be made that the story of all these Kingdom Hearts games, all the way through up until three, was the build up, and three is the payoff. So yeah, they hand it to you on a silver platter because you've been building at this for 15 years, and then here it is. After you play 20 hours of Disney Princesses. Yeah, well, but, that's just... yeah, but all that stuff builds into it. Yeah. I mean, that's just an indictment of, like, some games attempted storytelling type stuff. Like, some of them do a great job. Like, your Metroid example, it's mostly the Prime games and, like, Fusion that has a lot of reading in it. Um, some of the more modern ones. The modern, I mean, it, they haven't had a game in 17 years. Um, but... The, the earlier games had almost no text or dialogue whatsoever yep. and still told a really interesting story. Um, Those are my favorite kind of Super's games. nuts. Yeah. Super has what, a crazy story, and it entirely yeah. holds... It, it, that story is entirely held together by a crawl in the beginning of the, uh, of the game. Yeah, it does the setup, and then you just live the story. It's, it's very much like... What is it? They they say show don't tell or whatever. Like yeah. it's very yeah. much like that. And like Half Life is is big on that as well. Where it's like there's no cutscenes. It's all from your perspective. Like anything that From thing. Software makes. Mm -hmm. Well, there's uh, a lot of reading. Is well, a lot from of reading from Software is like yeah. Wikipedia yeah. land. You but have to go on Wikipedia to understand no, anything. The uh, the you you're living the story, but right. if you want to delve into the lore, there's that also available True. to you through reading all of the things you get to see like how they tie into it because everything is thought out but it's not shown to you directly it's yeah. something that you seek out yourself well yeah that's neither that's neither show or tell that's that's yeah. show a little and then that's... you know give people the option to to yeah. sort of read more if they're interested yeah um, so that does kind of bridge the gap of like, you know, if you're interested, you can read every item description. Um, but I mean, like there, there's NPCs that you talk to and mm -hmm. then they have a story and you go through their story and then you can see like, if you want to know more about like where they're from, like different kingdoms and how they interact with each other, that's all available to you and it, it'll make their story make more sense even though it already makes sense in its own little bubble. Right. Okay. So that's the stories that we like. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's just like, and we, we kind of run the gamut here. Like, obviously we all have different yeah. opinions from one Everybody another. Everybody has different opinions. So that's why you have to basically, as, as Scootish has been alluding to, like you find the folks that you, whose opinions you trust because they've, they've already you know, demonstrated that maybe they like the things that they do or they're very well articulated and they can explain why they might like something in such a way that you would know whether you like it or not just by reading about it. And uh, that's a lot better than just like some big publication, some, you know, sanitized 
uh, impersonal type thing where you're just like, oh, yeah. you know, IGN gave it a seven. Like, it's meaningless essentially at that point. But if you're if someone you you like, like Donkey or Jim Sterling, someone mentioned, uh, gives it a good or bad review, then you know why, and you know yeah. there's sort of track record. But where do you draw the line between personal enjoyment and objective quality in your reviewing like should you base it entirely on how you liked it or should you base it on like how good the systems are how well thought out the story is how good the art is i think that uh, differentiates sort of like essentially the rotten tomatoes style of things where they have a critic score and they have a user score like mm -hmm. i think because game reviewers do things sort of professionally and they've played a lot of games and they've had to talk about a lot of games, then they know sort of what the landscape is like and they can sort of explain themselves and they know what a game can and can't do and all this other stuff. So they can use that to sort of inform that. Even if they didn't like something, they can still see its value as like, you know, oh, this was a very interesting like mechanic or something like that versus, you know, someone has you know, a bad experience with like a corrupted save and they, they're like, oh, one out of 10, like, or whatever, or review bomb it or whatever. Like, you know, yeah. either it's, you know, 10 or one, I think for a lot of uh, like user reviews. So you kind of have to strike that balance there. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, like objectively uh, is how I've always considered, like if I were to give a score, like how I, if I play a game and I'm going to tell somebody else about it, mm -hmm. I have, I can separate that like object objectivity versus my personal enjoyment of it. Mm -hmm. And so like, I will be like, yeah, it has these flaws, the, but uh, I feel like the story is very good. The art's very good, whatever. I really liked it but that's because I'm a big fan of so-and-so. And I think you might like it as well, maybe, if you're into this, this, or this. Yeah, definitely. And sort of trying to separate objectivity from your opinions is, is very useful because, like, mm -hmm. just because you didn't like something doesn't mean that it's bad. And I feel like a lot of people need to learn that somehow yeah no doug if i don't like something it's the worst thing that exists <laughs> and, and, that's and if why you I don't hate the same thing that i hate shut up if i <laughs> you don't hate the thing that i hate too i'm gonna find you doug and i'm gonna shove this can of pringles down your throat yeah. oh, all right okay. doug? Not the beer. all right all right doug <laughs> it's much smaller doug. than the beer yeah so and that's why i think the like five star rating system is perfect for any sort of entertainment because you get that level of objectivity and mm -hmm. the like freedom to like explore the actual scale of the review system mm -hmm. <clears throat> without and, being yeah. confined to an arbitrary like range on there yeah. just because you're a review company and yeah. comparing this to like other mediums like the oldest medium we have that follows this sort of system is books and mm -hmm. every book website magazine whatever that reviews books they're all using the five star system and yeah. have been for 80 years and movies like i think it was ebert and siskel and then ebert and roper like they they used thumbs like they each had two thumbs yeah and so a movie could get up to four thumbs up um, and it's like, it definitely, as you say, it kind of trims out a lot of like the variability of like, mm -hmm. you know, if you're scoring out of a hundred, like what's the difference between an 81 and an 83? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like if yeah. you're just putting things in buckets of like four stars, five stars, it's much easier to read versus like trying to understand the difference between, you know, a couple of percents. I mean, that's, what? that's kind of like, look, I remembering an example here of like, you guys were all. Did, did any of you guys buy Fallout Four on the on, on day one? Yes. I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. Jiggy, you know I did. You watched that stream. I did. I did. <laughs> I watched, yeah. I, I watched. TV's. I streamed for like two days straight. Yeah. Yeah. And TB, it's one of those things where I I ask you this from that moment, but when you played that game, did you compare it to the past games? And 
The question is, is would you give it a 9.5 out of 10 like IGN? Fallout 4? Yeah. Um, I would not. Um, it was great. It was a great, it's a great game. Um, and uh, like on its own, it's still very good. Um, they kind of dumbed down some of the systems that they've had previously, but also made them more user-friendly and approachable. So there's a give and take there. But um, yeah, I'd, if I were to professionally review it, I'd give it like uh, an 8 or just shy of 8 maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember Fallout 4 being a big controversy with like companies like IGN and Game and, and Game Informer um because the user score on Metacritic or the user thing on Metacritic was way lower because of bugs and all of these different things that that were were put out there than yeah. the professional reviewer. Um and a lot of those professional reviewers were once again given the game and they want to keep that relationship and that's something that people always forget is that it, when it, whether you're a youtuber or your your game explain or your nintendo life or whatever the heck you probably want to keep the relationship with the company that is providing those video games to you it's one of the one of the main reasons why um why uh nintendo ambassadors are often looked upon as eh, you have to be careful as shills as when when you see a Nintendo ambassador represent or uh talk about a video game because they want to keep being a Nintendo ambassador. So when they get their game, you know, Wario whatever tomorrow, I think or this weekend or Friday, Wario where what, what the heck game is coming out? Wario where something Blitz. Wario where New England Patriots. What game is I, coming I, out? I don't I don't know. Get it, get don't it together, know. maybe. War, you get it together. Yeah, I, everybody's got to get it. I got to get it together. War, yeah, get, it, get, get it together. Yeah, I don't. Jiggy. I don't want to play that game. I don't want to play it either. I, I I'm not interested yes, you in. Do. The, no, I really yes, don't. You do, Jiggy. 11. I actually really don't. You're I have no interest. excited about WarioWare. I I have no interest. I I didn't even know the name of the game. You're I, gonna invite me over to play that game. Probably. I'm not gonna buy You're it. Gonna it. I'm gonna yeah. say no. I'm not gonna buy the game. <laughs> it's just how it is. I have no no interest. Buy the game? No, I'm not gonna buy the game. And I, I'm gonna invite you over to play the game. Are you gonna buy the game? I don't know. Probably. Why would you buy the game? Can you give me a reason? You just said you're not interested what? in playing it, but you're gonna buy it. I'll give you two words, Jiggy Eleven. Is it content? Okay, Jiggy Eleven. I'm a shill for content. I'll do anything that'll bring those those greedy, needy little clicks. And I'm gonna I'm gonna film myself playing it. Maybe with you. Maybe with. With Bob Wolf, maybe with Elia Tenzentalis, and I'm gonna record it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm streaming to Twitch. I'm gonna upload it to YouTube, and I'm gonna clickbait the shit out of it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, 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 put my face over the over Wario's, going like, and then I'm gonna put a big red arrow on the screen, pointing at something really impressive, so people know, oh, there's an arrow. I better click it, and then they're gonna click it. And then I'm gonna get their money, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the money. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that money to give the game a ten out of ten. It's gonna, it's gonna be a ten out of ten, Jiggy Eleven. Ten out of ten. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things where I, I know that a Nintendo ambassador that gets that game will feel maybe not obligated to give it the best review in the world but they will feel obligated to say this game is fun and that I enjoyed playing it. And that I don't feel that I can actually get a real review out of somebody who was given a gift of that game, especially in the year 2021, where most, again, this is why Donkey, this is why Moist Critical, this is why, you know, even Bob, I, I trust their reviews. Bob is a, is a, is a controller. Bob doesn't okay. review games. No, I said, but Bob is controllers. Especially when they say, I bought this with my own money. I bought this oh, yeah. to review this for you. You Dude, know? I find it funny. I, and I think this speaks to Bob. Bob will get controllers. And th there are a couple of people that I know that do this. They'll get stuff and they'll still roast it alive if it's bad. And sure. I'm like, okay, that's kosher. That's cool. 
I'm glad that people are cool like that. Yeah, and and that's really how you know who like the real like the real genuine like reviewers are. You know, you know what I mean. That's 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 how that's how. You, and it's weird because it's like even us as as people, you know, when when Pokemon comes out, I know that when Pokemon comes out, no matter how messy the game is, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna talk about it, and I'm going to probably it's be a say nine out of ten. Yeah, I'm probably gonna say. Man, this game is great. I'm having a ball with it. And then in like a couple months, I'm going to be like, this game, it's good, but it's it needs help. You know? It's very rare for me to... Because it's one of those things where it gets in your head. And I think, Scoot, you you have a great example of this with, with Kingdom Hearts. Because what do you, you mean? Didn't you spend roughly like $300 on Kingdom Hearts 3 when it came out? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. And do you think that 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 like hope and dream of no. that this game affected your score no. or the way no 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 not at all no because I was really excited for the Marvels the Avengers I spent two hundred dollars on the Avengers I got that Legendary Edition that game's awful that game is so bad. Square Enix. I was, hate that game. That was the last game Square Enix ever gave me a code for, because I roasted it alive on stream. I mean, I roasted it alive on stream too. That but you paid. For, I, I didn't. The, what? I did not pay for the Avengers. I mean, I, okay. It was a gift so from I've Square gotten, Enix. I've I, I've gotten codes. My first code I've ever received from Square Enix was Balan Wonder World. <laughs> 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 I, <Earth and> Lust. <laughs> no, no, I, I think I a, I, then I got a code from out for Outriders. I didn't really vibe that game either. I kind of roasted that too. Then I got a code for Near Replicant. I love that game. G11 will never play it, he'll never enjoy it. But uh, Doug and TB, you guys, that game's made for you too. It's beautiful. Which one? Uh, Near Replicant. Oh, true. Beautiful. Yeah. And then I got Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. Uh, I already owned Final Fantasy VII, so I already had it on the PS5. But I have a code for it for the PS5. I've, I'm, my, my point is, I'm, I, I, I roasted two of the games they've given me. I'm still getting a code. Most recent code I got was Neo: The World Ends with You, which was pretty recently. I just put in for both. Final Fantasy 4 and uh, Bravely Default 2. Probably not going to play either on stream, <laughs> but <laughs> I want them. They're you should play me. the Bravely series. I heard that's very good. Well, I've I've played... I love Bravely Default. I, I've played both those games. That's a game for me. It's not a game for the simps. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Doing... This this is not the topic, but doing like JRPGs like on stream is like, I I Doug I gotta give it up to you, bro. Like, it's hard. No, you're absolutely right. I, I have no idea how you do it. Because some of them are real like, grindy, and yeah, like they can get very kind of just repetitive. So it is it is challenging. I I think you're like a god for you know the things that you do like. I, I, I just think Doug is super talented, honestly. Oh, come on. Uh, no, you. I know. <laughs> you're right. Uh, I don't know why you're laughing. Uh, no, so, yes. Doug, or, I'm sorry, JRPGs are just crazy to play. So I don't really play them. So I don't really review them, but I'd love to be able to. I'm, I'm, th I'm, I'm trying to, like, I want to start reviewing things, I think. I don't know. Uh, but maybe YouTube, maybe I want to be a YouTube reviewer. Maybe I'm going to fall prey to, like, all the things that we're talking about. Maybe I'm going to say some, like, crazy things about a game just to curry favor I with, like, a, a with a company. Once. I have a movie review on my channel. Yeah? Are you stealing, one. why are you stealing my thing? 
I'm trying dude, to see. TBZ are already the reviewer, boys. Why are you stealing my thing, bro? TBZ already, TBZ already reviewing, bro. I'd like to go back to it, but. Dude, TBZ, no, you can't. I'm the I'm the boy that does that now. Scoot is the boy who reviews things. Yeah, we all agreed on it, TB. You can't steal my thing. Yeah. That's so messed up. Bro. <laughs> That's so messed up that you would do this. Bro. What is wrong with you, TB? Whoa. Okay. Oh my god, I don't even want to <laughs> be here anymore. All right, do it we have any uh, final game final game. thoughts on game reviews, game reviews and scores? Oh, yeah, Se September 2014. That's it's Also, guys, get your questions in right now. Get your questions right. in. You have a game that you want us to uh, give you a score of right now. My Put it in the queues. <laughs> we'll all give you a My score. We'll, we'll, we'll steal we'll Scootish Thunder. We'll aggregate it for you, just like Metacritic. <laughs> I, exactly. we'll, give, we'll give it a boy score. Oh, we'll the boy, the boy rating, the boy score, the boy, the boy meter, <laughs> the boy rating, the boy, the, the, boy, the, meter. the boy meter, dude. Uh, right. dude. I put, here, put, here's my here's my honest to god thought. For me, companies, you can't trust them. Can't trust them with your money. Can't trust them with your game scores. I will always go to a YouTuber before I look at like a popular company giving me a score. Uh, but nine times out of ten, uh, we didn't really talk about this, but I think you're going to search for someone giving the game that you want to enjoy a score that you're happy with. Because I do it, and I know you probably will do it too, you dumb simp. <laughs> if you're gonna, if you, it, this is the way I look at it. If you want to buy the game, and you're just going to go find a score, like Scoot said. That tells you it's okay to buy a game. It's all about reassurance. That's that's how it is. It's all about reassurance. No matter what, they're probably gonna buy the game. No matter how much people say don't buy the game, if you truly want to play it, you're gonna you're gonna buy the game. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're probably just looking for an excuse anyway. Like, yeah, exactly. Game looks really good. I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. So then just buy it, idiot. <laughs> Cool. Uh, all right. Well, I think we're going to go on to the question segment, but I don't think we actually have any questions here. Um, I think that's that's okay. That's, uh, easy. that's awesome. easy question. Yeah, easy, easy week of no questions. Jiggy11, I want to ask you a question. Ask me a question, Scootish. Rate Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Oh, uh, wait. Then rate Kingdom game, Hearts 2. Game, game, game Boy Advance or... or, or uh, no, the PS4. one you played. The one I played, the PS4 version. Um yes. I I would give Chain of Memories like an 8.5 out of 10 I actually. You. Oh um God. I actually think it's more fun of a video game than like from a gameplay perspective. That. Oh my than, God. Like, I think it's more fun to mess around uh, and totally break the video game in so many uh, fun ways by building a deck that's broken. Um, that oh was what was fun God. about it. It was, it was as a video game, it was fun. Now, story-wise is the why it's not a 10 out of 10. It, it, it rehashes Kingdom Hearts 1's okay. story entirely, except adding a, a blonde lady. Um, so it's one of those things where from a, from a story you perspective like, and pushing the Kingdom Hearts TV, story. fucking copying my body movements. It, I'll hit you. It, it doesn't matter. But I really genuinely had oh, a fun time with that game. <laughs> playing it on the ps4 uh and just absolutely like destroying bosses with in one go because my my build was so fun that right. was what was fun about the game uh, not the story i mean it's 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 one it's one build though it's lethal frame and then sonic blade i didn't even use that i think i used That's magic moves. i just spammed the triangle button a bunch of times it was so much fun like that was that building the deck was the fun <sighs> part of that game Okay, 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 but don't you think you could have built your command, your commands in Kingdom Hearts One and Two, to be broken? Did that ever? No. Did you ever think about that? Because no, the game was bad. Yeah, I spent I think I want to run you like over. an hour, or I, I spent like four hours oh. on Ursula. It was awful. I think I spent four hours on Ursula. 
another like three hours on Peter Pan's shadow or whatever. Captain, you didn't explore, bro. It was uh, no uh, Sora shadow. Uh, I played the game on proud mode, which was the hardest I was allowed to at the time, um, I, or whatever. It See, my my hardest fight through the entire series was uh, uh, young Xehanort in Dream Drop Distance. Yes. Oh God. I think that, my hardest hard. fight was uh was behind that was uh Vanitas from uh. That other game. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> my sleep. Wait, yeah. was wait was Vanitas the one that you fight as uh the one guy? Vanitas is the one that made you cry. Yeah, I yeah. actually cried. It was it was so it was such a hard and stupid boss fight that I actually cried. It was so hard. It, it's a hard fight. Evil sword. Yeah. Um, and of course right, I was stupid I'm... and played on the hard difficulty, but uh, yeah. I think that's it. We don't have any other questions here. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, give us the outro there, Scooty. Or Doug. What? No, Doug. Why, Dick? Sorry that you're here as we're do, wrapping do up. Do what? Doug, oh, oh, Doug, do you want to do the outro? What are we doing? The outro. All right, so thank you for joining us for oh, yet another no, Mark with the Broly. No! Episode, episode 14 was a huge success. I think Scootish is giving birth to our next episode right now. Oh Very God. exciting stuff. <laughs> God, it's gonna be such a good episode. We'll catch you. <laughs> it's gonna be beautiful when we made it together. All right. And so if you want to be very kind and find us on your favorite podcatcher of choice. We got techno I think produce we're on me. Spotify and Apple and all the other ones. Check us out, give us a review, subscribe, all that other stuff really helps us out. And we appreciate you very much. Get your questions in for next week and Hashtag Marks with the boys on Twitter if you want to have a say in our next episode, whatever it is. Maybe we'll go to that for inspiration. Thanks very much for being here. This has been Jiggy and Scootish and TB for good and Duggernaut just hanging out. Love you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye.